right, everybody, welcome back to the Patrick Carr Show. And I got a real special treat here for you today. A guy who's been on this show is no stranger, but he's doing new things in the blue-collar entrepreneurship world. You're going to want to hear from this guy. Always bring some bombs. What's going on, Alan? Oh, not much, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Man, as always, you're always welcome here, especially when you got some new things going like you do. Now, last time you were on the show, we told people about Just Share Media, where people could really go in, take high-quality video for their business, personalize it for their business, and begin that branding journey, right? Yep. Um, what are you up to now? What's going on with Just Share? Talk to me. Give us an update yeah. on what's going on with Alan Mick. Well, first off, something that's really cool, and I, I don't even think I told you about it. Um, after we started Just Share Media, your radio show was my first podcast, my oh, wow, first show. I forgot about that. Yeah, so now here we are, and I'm starting National Claims Advisors, which is a law firm, and we'll get into it, and this is my first guest appearance on a podcast. <laughs> so if you don't hear it from Patrick Carr, you didn't hear first, right? That's no. that's where you got to get I forgot about the radio show, man. Yeah. That was what feels like it was ages ago, but you're right. That was the rate contractor connection at that time is what it was called. Yeah. Um, but you're still, so it's just share media good Tell me what's going on with you, man. How this company stuff is working for you. Oh, it's better than good, man. Just Share Media is a tech company. It's a place that you go and you download a video, right? It's simple. Um, I think I told everybody last time we talked, like if you want fully custom videos, go to Patrick Carr. Go to, you know, that was never our model. Our model is a, we're a tech piece, right? We're a software company. You go to our website, you grab a video. For that reason, my position always had a date on it right mm. uh, my partner was the tech guy and then my other partner was the uh was the video guy and i was more the hey let's go in and drum up some sales and stuff like that go out meet people talk to people but eventually as we progress we become more tech-sided and more of just a place where you go to get the videos mm -hmm. and and as we progress that means we're doing what we're supposed to be doing so we it's i phased myself out the company phased me out and that that's exciting, right? That's fun. Yeah, one thing I know about you is you're smart enough to know that that was going to happen. The exit yep. plan was there. Yep. Um, so you go from there, and I know you're not going to sit at home and just, you know, relax <laughs> a little bit. Um, first of all, how's the newborn, by the way? Newborn is great. She's actually turns one um, wow. 10 days or 11 days. Today's the 6th, so Man. on the 17th is her birthday. And I couldn't be more excited. She's crazy. Um, if anybody knows me, they, they've probably seen some of my videos of my son. Yeah. He's absolutely wild, and he's gone, like, real famous. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, Facebook videos. He's got 10 million-plus views on one and oh, millions great. on others. It's just because he's crazy, right? He's wild. My son's three and a half, and my daughter is the complete opposite. She is, like... She's calm, she's just nice, she's sweet, and so it's just amazing having that balance. Of course. Yeah. So I know you're not going to sit at home when you got the kids, you got to yeah. you got to provide, it's not in your blood. Yeah. Where do you go after just share media, you know, says we don't need your services anymore. You're fa phasing you out. Yeah, well, it's hard because like I'm such a like I love business. Business to me, entrepreneurship, business. I think we talked about it on one of the shows we, I did with you. So, for me, I can't in my life, I can't accept a lateral movement, right? It's got to be something that I'm always progressing in life and, and chasing that person in the mirror that I know I'm better than who I am today, right? I always want to be better. And so I had a very unique opportunity um, at National Claims Advisors. So it is a law firm. So I am a CEO of National Claims Advisors, which is a law firm. 
um, a really big name or a couple of really big names in the law industry decided that they wanted to start a new law firm with a different business model um, that can really do more outreach and go out and truly help contractors and policyholders. All right. So before we start asking some questions, tell me a little <laughs> bit about what on, on a broad level, yep. um, National Claims Advisors, what do they do? How do they help the contractor and or homeowner out there? Yep. So it is property owner. So we do focus on commercial. Right. Um, so but what we do is we advocate on behalf of the property owner. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it's really that simple, that baseline. I always say if you go into like Florida, Florida is 15 to 25 years ahead of the rest of the country when it comes to claims. Right. And Florida, you almost have to use a law firm. Right. And you just you find a lot of bad players all throughout. Right. And at the end of the day, the policyholder loses. So what we want to do is we want to get out in front of it and we want to be able to almost attorney adjust the claims. Right. So think of a law firm. Think of imagine if if you own a roofing company, Patrick, and every time you had to deal with an insurance company on a commercial claim, if you were able to bring in national claims advisors and introduce them to your client and say, hey, look, this is an option. I'm a contractor. I I'm going to deal with the roof. I'm going to deal with the damages. I'm going to talk the damage of the roof. But I legally I can't even negotiate with your insurance company. I can't talk to your insurance company about all this. I can't talk about policy. So we'd like to bring in national claims advisors to, to really represent you to your insurance carrier. And then I would take it over from there and we would come in on a contingency agreement. So contingency is very familiar. Roofers sign up contingency agreements and attorneys already signed a contingency. And so do public adjusters, um, except in, instead of that 40% that people are so familiar with, with attorneys, it's a 10% model, Whoa. right? Um, we also do pre-litigation. So I'm not that litigation attorney that's trying to push things to litigation. Um, and so that's, again, that really gives me the ability to truly help these commercial property owners because if you're a contractor at home and you're dealing with commercial properties, you know what to say, you know what needs to be done to this property, but you just don't have the authority to say it. That's, mm -hmm. that's always been the problem. It's like 10, 15 years ago when I, I was working on commercial claims and, and uh, I could make arguments and I could, could go ahead and talk to the commercial insurance adjuster and talk to them about why the, this roof needed to be replaced and they would listen. But nowadays, they just don't listen because they don't have to. You don't have the authority to talk to them. So we come in and we give you the authority and we give that property owner the authority and we talk to them and, and we can actually spell out what needs to be done on the claim. So a few things come to my mind out there. Now, for those of you who listen to Alan, you're like, what do you mean you can't talk about the claim? I'm in <laughs> Wisconsin. I sure as heck can talk about the claim. I know what's on it more than they do, wherever you're at in country, all right? Not in Florida, everybody. And this is what's, as you said, is coming down five to six years down the road. What insurance carriers are attempting to do is restrict how much a contractor can speak um, to a homeowner or a business owner on a yeah. commercial claim um, about that actual claim itself. They don't want you doing that. And the reason is simple. Everyone can think about it. They want to deal with somebody who's filed one to two claims in their life as opposed to somebody who's dealt with 500 in the last year. Yeah. And so this is coming where if you do not have representation in your corner from the beginning, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage against billion-dollar carriers who have attorneys filling up floors and floors of their buildings, all right? And so I agree with you that the, the method is to get the attorneys involved early. Now, my question for you would be this, Alan. You, you talk about 10%, which, folks, is absolutely incredible, all right? 
In Florida, though, they've gotten rid of AOBs. I know yep. you're familiar with the yep. market there. How can we, and, and maybe you could look at this with national claim, is how do we protect that homeowner and make sure they don't have to go out of pocket to go fight big insurance anymore? Because we used to sign the big the AOB over, you could add your fees above and beyond. Now there is a chance you're going to have to pay some fees. If you lose, how does this work right now with, with what you all are doing to protect homeowners in Florida and states that will become Florida? Yep. Yep. Hey, let me let you in on a little bit of a secret here. If you're a contractor, you did any kind of debris removal, roofing, restoration, whatever it might be, you gotta stop using dumpsters and get on board with Equipter. If you haven't heard of these guys, I've been talking about them over and over on the show. This is a dumpster that works for you. If you're a homeowner or business owner, you want your contractor to have an Equipter. You don't wanna drag up a dumpster, sit it somewhere and have thousands of pounds of debris piling on it. You don't want people walking from one end of a job site to another. That's not safe. And what kind of liability is that opening people up to? The Equipter helps with all of this. It makes sure that your dumpster moves with you. It cuts down on the job time. It increases production. It means that you can do more work in a safer, more efficient way. Equipter is the way to get things done in 2023. And I'm confident you head over to Equipter.com. You will see exactly why there are thousands of these things across the country changing the landscape of how people remove debris. Head on over there, Equipter.com. You will not be disappointed. And now let's get back to that exciting podcast. So I don't think that there's a couple more things going on in Florida that's not going on anywhere else. Talk to me. Um, I believe the politicians on both sides are bought and paid for. I'm not going to say it. 100% agree. You know, so that's a big issue in Florida, right? So I, because they're behind, all the other states are behind in the sense that they haven't seen that amount of claims, right? Florida has just had more claims than any other state. You know, Louisiana is probably really close to them. Um, but if you go over the last 20 or 30 years, you get hail, you get the hurricanes, you get all of that work. So it's one direction that it takes. I don't think you're going to have those type of laws and those type of issues in every state. I think it's more so that they start enforcing the UPPA laws. Yeah. So, and I want to make that very clear that it's enforcing them, right? If you're in Wisconsin and you're violating UPPA, just because they don't enforce it in Wisconsin doesn't mean you're not doing it right mm -hmm. and by by all means i'm not telling contractors stop talking to insurance companies I, I don't use scare tactics right that's not what it is there's a lot of benefit to like let me handle that part of the job for you go focus on what you do best go sell more commercial jobs yeah. right let me or let my law firm deal with the insurance company and you go deal with this yeah. you know and so that's a, a big part of it um as far as like the new laws that have come out, I know you talked to a whole lot about these. You're, no, you're at, always at length, covering yeah. them at length. You know, you and I both know that it was not meant to be retroactive. It's not going to be retroactive. But one big thing that I've consulted with my attorneys about is they've got to come down with some verdicts, right? There, it's yeah. The insurance carrier is going to fight that. And they should. And they should. They're going to try to. The insurance carrier is going to try to fight it. And until some verdicts have been won, they're not going to they're going to try to say it's retroactive. So I, that's really horrible for them. Um, it's horrible. And I, everybody agrees. If somebody missteps, then somebody needs to be able to have hold them accountable. Right. And why does you talk about paying attorney's fees? Why would the homeowner, why would the policyholder, why would the property owner have to pay somebody to represent 
them when that person misstepped. Yeah. Like, it, it's a conundrum, man. It, so it doesn't make any sense. If I understand correctly there, what we're looking at here is you step in front of somebody across the country. You're, you're on 50 states. Can you, can you serve? So we can serve anywhere. So right. that's the big thing about pre-litigation. So we're, we're adjusting the claims. We can work all over the country. And we have law, lawyers all over and plenty of, of lawyer backing to be able to handle that. And what I like about that is you're specializing in that first-party claims area. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of attorneys who take this on on the side or make it a part of their business. Yep. Um, you know, you wouldn't go to a, you know, let's just say a hit and run attorney for your divorce. Yep. Yeah, they'd be able to know the law and the basics of it, um, but you would definitely miss out on the details. Yeah. Um, it sounds to me like what you're doing, though, is you're stepping there in front. You're asking the contractor to build a relationship and say, hey, listen, I don't want to tell you this, but unfortunately, there's an opportunity your claim gets denied. I know it should be. Yeah. And I think even your adjuster might even know it. Yep. But I don't have control over what the insurance company does. Yep. Because of that, I bet you've never done this before. No, no, we never have. I'd like to introduce you to people that I trust. Yep. And they're introducing you all and saying, why don't you have a conversation? You don't owe them anything right now. Just have a conversation with them. Yep. Um, and that way, when that inevitable denial or underpay claim comes, contractor is not trying to explain himself has already provided the solution. Exactly, exactly. It's just more powerful. Like when I was selling big roofs, I would bring in a PA or an attorney to talk to the property owner with me. I used to bring in like my suppliers. Like mm. I, I'd bring in anybody that I could, that, that point of authority. If I'm sitting there and I've got to go out to an HOA board and make the case of, of hey, use my roofing company over this roofing company, what makes me different, right? And you put it plainly, solutions, If when those problems occur. So there may be a time that it goes this route, here's this guy, this law firm, that we have a relationship with and that can protect you. You wanna yes. to talk to them and get to know them and find out that if that happens, you're covered and, and be aware of it, right? It is. Now, some business owners, you said you specialize within the, the commercial side. Yep. They may say to themselves, you know what, listen, man, million five is my loss right now. You mean I got to give up $150,000 over to you and your crew, Alan? Now, I know that's not, I know that's very in line with what to expect. Can you explain to somebody why you put the number at 10% and where that number falls within the market currently right now? Yeah. So, you know, we can talk law of averages and things like that. Um, the biggest thing is if you average out claims, right? It, it's funny how it goes. Like supplement companies will go in and say, we average 30% more than a contractor does, yeah. right? And a supplement company can only argue damage. They're basically assuming the identity of the, the contractor and they can argue damage. A public adjuster, they say they get 30 to 50% to more. Um, and again, they're one of the ones that they're going out and they're arguing policy, mm. right? So they can't argue law. They can only argue policy. They don't have that authority to tell them you have to do this. So now if you take an attorney to do all of the above, don't you think it'd be more likely that they get that 50% when they can argue law and they can argue policy and they can argue damage. So again, there's no guarantees or anything like that, but if you know, public adjusters are averaging 50 and supplementers are averaging 30% and we cost 10. Isn't 50% higher than 10%? Carry the one out of yeah, zero. Yeah, I'm not a mathematician here. Somebody may need to do that at home, but I would think that, that the raise is going to be more than the cost. Right. So let's just say you got somebody out there because I love what you just said about comparing contractors, adjusters, attorneys, what everyone is able to do. If they want to get involved with what you're doing, does it start with a call? Does it start with an email? Homeowners and contractors, how do they get more involved with what you're doing, Alan? So 
let's basically get introduced. First of all, I want to talk to whoever is out there about our process. And I want to get down deep of like the processes of what is your process when you go deal with commercial property owners and when you deal with commercial property claims, where's the wall that you're used to hitting? So I just want to start with a conversation with the contractor and see where you're at. Same thing with it if it's a policyholder, right? So I want to start with a conversation of where you're at. Same thing if it's a public adjuster. I want to start with a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you think you have a claim right now that you're like, oh my gosh, I, I need some help on this, then we'll review it. Like I'm happy to review, have one of my lawyers review the policy, review the claim, and see where it's at and see how we can help. You know, that's, that's the biggest thing. I want to add value first. We'll do free reviews. We'll do um, any type of conversations, anything like that. I love it. We're going to put the information for Alan right across the bottom of the screen. National Claims Advisors, everybody. Go ahead and give them a call. Contractors, call these guys up. Get a relationship going with them before you're sitting at a dining room table trying to pitch their product and answer questions that you don't know the answers to. You get involved with these guys. They'll give you the, the direction that you should be taking homeowners to protect and take care of them the most. Alan, I can't wait to see what you do in the next year. You've already dominated the tech industry. Now I guess you're trying to take over law. Hope to God you don't try to take over my job. All right. So thanks so much. Until next time, everybody. Alan Mick, give this guy a call. Thanks, y'all.